to another episode of the Mikey Bud Show. And happy Halloween. Yes, master. It's the plan. It's working. It's working. Yes, it is Halloween this week. Soon you are going to have hordes, armies of young children desperately knocking on your door. But these kids are so smart these days in the 21st century. They don't want candy. They want Bitcoin. They're going to come to your house with a card reader. Boop. They don't want candy. They don't want diabetes. They want digital sources of income. So be prepared. Okay? Get your checkbook ready. Just have some vegan, non-gluten options. All right? They want the vegan food. Don't you understand? They're going to be vegan vampires. There's nothing more scary than a vegan vampire. <laughs> Speaking of vampires, do you remember I had Brendan Murphy up on this show four weeks ago? Well, on Saturday, I went to his one-man comedy show about a vampire. And I want to give a big congratulations to Brendan Murphy because it was sold out. All five shows. Well done. It was a small immersive theater king's head theater so it wasn't like a huge 500 seat theater but it was packed it was full everyone got to see it everyone was involved he wasn't playing a vampire like that not the traditional i don't know why they had that accent he was playing spike from buffy the vampire slayer okay so it was such a cool show because not only was he taking the mick out of the tv show buffy but he was kind of taking the mick out of 90s in general and stereotypes that we might see in in, in, in these sort of TV shows back in the day. So all around it was funny. He was doing musical moments. He was making it wacky. There was never a dull moment. It was just full of like energy, action. And this is the show that he was trying out to see if it worked. And honestly, it worked. I even asked people, I said, how did you find out about the show? How did you find out about the show? I just saw it on Facebook. I thought it was great. I said, fantastic. That means he's doing something right with his marketing. And I was inspired during the show. I was like, I've got to do this. I've got to put on something like this. I'll tell you something spooky. Here's the cool yet annoying thing. I bought a spare ticket to this show. So me with two tickets. I bought it in advance, which you should never do because the night will come where you have to go to the show and you got nobody to go with. So here's my plan. My plan was to go to the show early and then hopefully meet someone there that I could turn it into an instant date and enjoy the show together that was my plan okay it didn't quite happen that way the people that i did ask had other plans and things to do wasn't quite right until this one armenian girl walked by the theater looked inside then went i thought that's my person that's my target she would definitely enjoy this show i don't know what it is i just got this sense this sense that this is the person i should ask however as i was just about to get up she was already making her way back into the street. I thought, oh, okay, leave it. I'm not gonna run down the street and tap a random woman on the shoulder and be like, do you wanna come to a vampire show? That might be cool in the movies, but I just thought, do you know what? Just enjoy the show. I'm, I'm, I'm clearly too much of a romantic. I'm clearly too much of a Byron-esque hero. So I thought, do you know what? Let's just leave that. But here's the spooky thing. Here's the real spooky thing. I watched the show and there was a gentleman next to me I spoke to him and said, look, did you enjoy the show? How was it? Where did you get the ticket from? Oh, I found it on Facebook. I just came on my own. So did this person as well. We all three of us came on our own. Guess who it was? It was the Armenian girl. Yeah. 
So if I did come up to the Armenian girl and offer a ticket, A, she would have been going anyway, and B, the ticket was pretty much one seat away from where she was going to be anyway. That would have been a cool fake moment. Now, that would have been something out of a movie. Unfortunately, life doesn't quite work out that way when you don't pull the trigger like me. So either way, I did pull the trigger after I said, listen, I was going to offer you a ticket. Oh, really? I saw you. She saw me. She saw me. She saw me. I, I felt a bit like Sean Connery there. You saw me. I saw you too. So that means we saw each other. Anyway, we're having our little moment. And the guy who was in the middle of us, whose big shoulders blocking her from me for an hour. I can't believe I didn't notice that she was right next to me. Anyway, so I offer, so I basically say to her, do you want to go for a drink? The guy looks at me a bit upset, like I've just stolen his idea. I've just stolen his move. She goes, oh, drink with you. Um. She looks at him. He looks at me. He looks at her. She looks at me. She looks at him. He looks at her. It's a Mexican standoff. I couldn't believe it. It's a psychological Mexican standoff. This moment felt like it lasted three hours. It felt like it longer lasted than the show, but it was only like microseconds. Anyway, she made the right choice your homeboy truly and she said now nah, i'm gonna go with him him being me and the guy was a bit like oh no no, no i'll tell you what he did do you know what he did he tried to slime me he said after i made my proposition first which he should have done ages ago he was sitting next to her for a whole hour he could have said look do you want to go get a drink off this he didn't he waited for me to say it and i was like to her cool let's go i said cool let's go get a drink he sweeps in there and goes, oh, kind of gestures. You could go with him or you could go with me. That's when we had the Mexican standoff. She's looking at him. She's looking at me. She's looking at him, looking at me. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. Tension. You could cut it with a knife. Anyway, she makes the right decision like a competitive sport right now. We've got commentators on the left. We've got commentators on the right. We've got millions of people watching. And guess what happens? She makes the right choice. She picks your homeboy right here and she kicks him to the curb. Thanks for playing. Thanks for enjoying the show. We'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. So that's how it went. Don't play with me. Yeah, so it was really cool. We went for a drink. There was a sort of slash after party next door. I think there were some vampires in there. Honestly, I met, no, there was this girl from Transylvania, Romania. Okay, she was like, I'm from Romania, guess where? I said, Transylvania, how did you know? It's like, I don't know, something, something told me. And I swear, I did meet a vampire. There was this tall black guy who was muscly, and I swear to God, he had a thick Irish accent. It was so charming and grand, the way he was talking. I thought he was an angel, the way he knew so much about me. I thought he was one of those vampires that live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Now he's winded up in a bar in London and he's preying on people. I couldn't believe it. Black guy with an Irish accent. I haven't seen anything like that since Samantha Mumba. But to be fair, I can't really talk, can I now? I've got an accent as well. So he's probably, he was probably shocked at me as well. So like, I can't believe it. You've got an English accent. Don't worry about mine. Don't worry about mine. A lot of people want to go on holidays this year and I'm one of them. I've already got some cities in my sights. I'll tell you where I won't be going. Amsterdam. Just saw it on the news the other day. Amsterdam is cleaning itself up. Okay, what does this mean? Apparently they want to regulate all the coffee shops, kick the, the marijuana out of Amsterdam and also they want to close down Red Light District. Now, when you think of Amsterdam, you think of Red Light District. 
what they want to do is take out all the, uh, the the sex workers that are working there and then move them 20 minutes away out of the city center to a new building, which it doesn't look very erotic, this building at all. It looks like a giant Ikea center. They want to move them all to this building 20 minutes away. Now you think, well, what's wrong with that? The problem is that these people, the sex workers, who are proud of their industry, don't want to move away from the city centre. In fact, they think it's a bit of a trap um, to kind of move them out, reduce their services, and then pretty much the industry will kind of collapse on itself in the next few years. It's kind of like this. Look, whatever you think about sex workers, people want that in that part of the world. They go there for that. They need that. It's prostitution is one of the oldest professions it's not going anywhere so think of it like this imagine mcdonald's the good thing about mcdonald's is it's 24 hours and it's pretty much on every single corner you can go to you walk down the street there's a mcdonald's it means you can get your mcdonald's and someone can work in that mcdonald's pretty easily now imagine if they said we're going to close down all the mcdonald's that are really convenient for you to go to. That's the reason why you go there, because it's convenient. And we're going to build a new mega McDonald's, okay? And it's going to be just on the outskirts of London, but it's going to be the biggest McDonald's in the world, and you've got to drive there if you want to have your McDonald's. I don't think so, right? That's not going to work. But anyway, I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't think they're going to close this place down. They keep saying that, and that's the trick to kind of bring tourism in there, because five years ago, they go, oh, we're closing down Amsterdam, and then everybody flies over there. So, don't believe the hype. Let's play that. Don't believe the hype. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype, it's a sequel. As an equal, can I get this through to you? My 98 booming with a trunk of funk. All the jealous folks can't stop the dunk. I'm going to go the opposite where people want to go. People want to go Amsterdam, they want to go Greece, they want to go Europe. I want to go North Africa, and I'll tell you why. I want to go to Egypt. Because Egypt is one of the most beautiful places in the world. I'm really into the architecture. I'm really into the mythology. I really want to see the pyramids. And that is my plan. Let me read you some facts about Egypt to get you inspired. Because you might want to go there. Because a lot of hearsay on the news. Oh, it's dangerous. Oh, it's this and that. That's a goddamn lie. Because let me read you some news. Okay, fun facts about Egypt. Then you've got early Egypt around 3000 BC. Upper and Lower Egypt were united as one country under the Pharaoh Menes. Earliest known hieroglyphic writing, walled towns and villages were built. Then you got what we think about Egypt, which is the Old Kingdom, which is about two and a half thousand years BC. The Sphinx was built, Egypt began building pyramids, the Great Pyramid was built, and Egypt began experimenting with mummification. Then we got the Middle Kingdom, which is about, again, around 2000, 1,005 BC. Pyramid building declined and stopped. Osiris became the most important god, especially for ordinary people. Then you've got the New Kingdom, which is about 1,000 BC. Pyramids were replaced by elaborate tombs in the Valley of Kings. Tutankhamun ruled during some of this period. Ramesses II, also a very important pharaoh, ruled for 67 years. Apparently, Ramesses II had... 79 sons and 59 daughters you imagine that you might have Ramesses II might be your great 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 times a million grandfather maybe a lot of children 
Then you got the last stage of Egypt, which is the Greek and Roman Egypt, um, about 300 years BC. Cleopatra, apparently she had Greek ancestry, whether you, whether you believe that or not. You got Alexander the Great conquering Egypt. The Romans took over Egypt after Cleopatra's death. So I'm really interested in seeing the tombs, the pyramids, the Nile, the Red Sea, and the different cities up and down the land because each of the different cities are dedicated to a different god so there's so much to explore and that is my plan it's going to be some indiana jones well it's been a crazy episode thank you so much for listening and make sure you follow me on instagram and youtube at mikey barge and make sure you come to our quiz and chat which is on monday nights at north harrow library if you're local or you want to just travel millions of miles to come there why not all the details will be in Eventbrite. It's a place where you can quiz, you can chat, and you can make some new friends. Okay, so that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening and peace. <laughs>